Hi, hello, hello, hi, and welcome to all our hearts and minds. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds. The good, the bad, the concerning, and uplifting, or just straight talk. We're your hosts, Kimi, and Jeanette, our mind and chronic overthinker. Let's get into it. Please. It's a checkup time. How are you doing? Yes. I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, like, um, generally speaking, the week went, you know, I feel like it went kind of fast. I don't know. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I was busy, I guess, this week. And so time just flew right by. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to the upcoming, you know, holidays for Christmas. Did you do any you know, Black so Friday shopping? No, I'm not about it, be Like, I'm not in the malls like that. No, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay. even when we could, I wasn't like, I would rather get it delivered. <laughs> Which, yes, I have taken up, you know, I did, you know, do a little something. A little did something a little here. shopping? But it's coming to my yard. You see me? Like, <laughs> You're not going to the mall. No, I'm not We are it. not. Sorry. Peasants. No, sorry, I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Some> people... rewind. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, here's let me explain myself. Okay, <laughs> let me take that back first of all. But rewind. I, I just mean like going to the mall. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be a valley girl on that for a second. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna <laughs> just order it and have it come to me. Yeah. yeah. But you know why? It's because to get the time to go into the mall is is very seldom do I get that time. And mm, when you yeah. have like a young kid, they, they get bored, they get, you know what I mean, like frustrated yeah. a lot sooner than you do. You you're going for enjoyment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes it's out of necessity. But anyway, long story short, the week was pretty good. It wasn't okay. it went by really fast. Awesome. <laughs> it went by really fast. How about you? Oh, I had a busy week. I had a busy week. Uh I was doing some little home renos in my house, so that took up my week. I did some painting. I did a little accent wall in my neighborhood. I already felt like the winter blues coming, and I was like, I need... Yeah. And I've been mm-hmm. feeling to do something in my living room for a while, and I'm like, I need to do something. I just can't stand this place, like, right now. It's like, sometimes, you know, you just get so tired of it. That's yeah, like sometimes because you're you... in there all the... Like, you're there a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes even with my hair, I get that feeling with my hair. It's like... I need a change. It needs to happen right now. And so mm-hmm. that just, it just got into me. So I got the pain. I did everything. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I got a, I had a new roomie moving in. So I was trying to get that already. So she's all well, settled. That's good. Oh, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. I'm glad that they're and, uh, in then. Mm-hmm. I was also just trying to fight off all the Black Friday emails, the promo emails from the stores. Oh my gosh. You have to have the willpower of a, uh, of a, a monk. Okay, yeah. because <laughs> they're just like they're just they're in, hitting in you. They're hitting hard you hard every day, B. Like every day. The emails Even are so aggressive. Up to Black Friday, like yeah. leading up to, let alone when it's like the week of. Yeah. Like goodness, Please. my goodness. Like I'm good. Good. I I can understand why people fall for it because you're hitting you left, right, and center. But mm. I just I'm just like I look at my closet. I look at everything I have. I don't need one bloody shit. No. You know no. what I do need? I need time. Time. Yes. Give it to me. Yeah, I need some time. Anybody <laughs> have some time? Not the seasoning. Not can the I... herbs. I'm talking about real time because that's I get... what's 
really valuable. Like, I've noticed that much. Yes, that's true. Put value on there. So, uh, really what we want to know, can we get 60% off a, of an hour? And just, like, just <laughs> give us some discounted time. <laughs> I don't want 60% uh, of no new pair of boots right now. I have plenty boots. Give me some plenty time. Plenty boots. I'm okay. Like, I'm prepared. What, what I do want is to have, like, a really good Christmas. Yeah, you know, like just the time, like you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, can anybody give me some time, please and thank you? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's precious. I mean, if that's what the pandemic has taught me, like the time, what you spend, where you spend, how you, like, it caused us to slow down. Slow it down. I'm realizing that time is valuable. Yeah, it's very precious. Okay, well, moving on. But before we move on to headlines, I want to just give a shout out to all our U.S. listeners. Yes, shout this out week, the U.S. The Yankees, them. Yeah, this week they had their their Thanksgiving, and you know I work with a company where there's a lot of American people, so it was really quiet this week. <laughs> this Thanksgiving <laughs> is super serious over there. Like I think it's ten. It's even more serious than Christmas. I think. It's yeah, nowhere. Their Thanksgiving them, yeah. is definitely not like the Canadian Thanksgiving, and I love all the content I've been seeing on. Um... Is that because it's like football? You know, like no, I don't know. I know. I just think it culturally. Um, Thanksgiving is a big thing. It's a huge, massive thing. Would you there. think that we make it a big thing over here? Do, do no. you think we do? Not like the not like Americans, no, absolutely no, not. No, no. I think we it's a thing, but it's definitely not like U.S. Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, but Christmas over here is pretty. Yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like their Christmas is their Christmas isn't like our Christmas, but their Thanksgiving that's when you know things shut down and people really you know observe the mm-hmm. holiday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to everybody celebrate who celebrated yeah, Thanksgiving this out. week. Okay, so now to headlines. I'm going to start with something nice and positive because last week's episode was a lot. Yes, but a lot is happening and we can't really ignore it too tough. You know what I mean? Like a lot is happening. And so, you know, but I do say pick and choose people, pick and choose. Like don't get head deep into everything. Something positive, Jeanette. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our first story is coming from Davido. He's a um, Afrobeats or Nigerian um, art music artist. Um, he has lots of songs that I love. I know. I if, love too, yeah. I love he's him, good. yeah. So He's a good artist, yeah. And it was his birthday this week, and he went on his social media and... Uh, <laughs> you know, shouted out his friends. And he said, he went on social media and says, if you know I gave you a hit song, send me some money. You know who you are. And that was a joke to all his friends that he's worked mm-hmm. with or whatever. He said it mm-hmm. in, in jest, mm-hmm. but he managed to accumulate 600, in, uh, 600 USD, which is over... 200 million uh, naira, which is their local Nigerian currency. Mm. And so what was amazing, it's amazing that he got that. And honestly, hey, he probably, you know, deserves that. If, yeah. gave, if his friends gave it to him, that's great. But what was awesome is that he has decided to commit that money to over a few, I think it was like about 20 to 30 Nigerian um, charities, mostly oh, orphanages. Nice. And it was a oh. committee. It's actually um, orphanages, actually, in particular, that he's going to donate. So he said he has a committee that will compile a list of orphanages across Nigeria 
and they will determine the number of children and their needs to each orphanage and divide the funds accordingly. So I thought that was a really Very awesome sweet. story. Aww. Amazing. Yeah. We, we should see more of that because, you know, yes. given you shall receive. He's been blessed yes. with his uh, talent. And he's been very successful. So, you know, especially when you see the need in your own local country. It's like, yes. why not? Sometimes okay. you have to start in your backyard. Mm. You know? You have to start where you're from first, you know, and make things better where you are. And then you can... I'm not saying not to go, mm. you know, internationally. I'm just saying it's nice that he's doing it for his own country. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And okay, next story. So uh, this week we got some good news. It's, it's bittersweet. We found out that all three of Ahmad Arbery's killers uh, were found guilty of murder. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You know, after you know some balance, and it would have been it would that would have been a real problem if they weren't. Uh, so Travis McMichael, who fired the fatal shot, was convicted on all counts. He was a younger. There was a father-son duo there, so the mm-hmm. the, young, the son is the one who got convicted uh, of all counts, and then his father Gregory Mike McMichael and neighbor William Roddy Bryan were convicted of felony murder and um, other charges. I mean, you know, it would have been crazy if they weren't convicted. Um, I saw a video of the mom and the dad speaking and it's like it's like that's why i said bittersweet because we got a conviction as they deserve to be convicted it was like if we've seen that video yeah nobody should be getting off with anything because they no. really cornered this man and they killed him point blank period right and then the prosecutor who let them go initially because he was friends there's a photo of him and the woman i don't remember the woman's name but she was a prosecutor who let them off the first time, right? Oh, and really? Before, before the video was released, and then the oh, corruption, you say? There's mm. corruption, but the good mm. thing is that lady was um, convicted. She's been charged. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she was charged. I think that uh, she's not. She hasn't been convicted yet, but her trial's gonna come up, and that's what everybody's. Everybody's like, you know what? Now we got these three guys. Now that woman needs to be convicted as well because mm-hmm. anybody who saw that video would have known those guys should have been charged. Mm-hmm. So prayers up to the our um, Arbery family, but justice was served. And, yes. Um, yeah. Moving on. So Drake and Kanye are, <laughs> are friends again. It starts. Okay. <laughs> they're friends again so a couple weeks ago there was a video that was released with kanye and he was beside um jay prince who he's always he's kind of been a, a senior person in his camp and a kind of a mentor to him and kanye released a video um apologizing to drake and then asking him to be a part of the benefit concert that they're planning to have um in support of larry hoover who's um a Chicago, supposedly a Chicago gangster who's been in jail for over 20, 30 years, something over 20 years, who's been in jail for a long time. He talks about him in, on his album, but he's it's somebody that he's been advocating to have their um, life sentence um, either or re- reduced or for him to come out of jail, period. I'm not sure. Right. But yeah, so... Yes, and then a week later, it's just funny, if you see the video with him and Jay Prince, Kanye's reading off his phone, and, and Jay Prince is standing there like a G, like like saying, Kanye, better read that shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Kanye looks like he's a hostage. Yes, he's in a hostage situation. So Please it's kind of it's, it's a funny video. If you watch the video where he's apolog the video where Kanye's apologizing to Drake and Jay Prince is beside him, everybody watch it. It's a it's a it's a little it's a funny little uh, chuckle you get out of that. And then so a week later they were in Toronto when. Um, Dave Chappelle was here screening his documentary and they were at Drake's house and there's photos, there's proof that uh, Connie was up in his house, they were chilling, so they're together uh. and and the concert is on, the concert is happening. I think it was actually supposed to happen this week, but a lot of people were pissed because supposedly the ticket prices are like around $1,500. <laughs> but I mean, it wow. is a benefit. It's a benefit concert. I don't know. It's a benefit concert. <laughs> yeah, I better be getting a plate of food with that. That's all I have to say. <laughs> plate of food, un <laughs> uh, unlimited <laughs> drinks. Yes. <laughs> Sir, with some gold flaking, some desserts. Yes. Um, no, but for real, for real. It, I don't know. Like, it just seems so artificial, man. It just yeah. seems so artificial. And... Like whose album's dropping it? Someone, someone's album must be dropping. Someone's doing something in the background. Like I just find, I just find like Kanye's like true form. No, I will. I think he didn't. What I think if somebody was trying to talk sense into him, it's just like strategically, it made sense for him to not have that quote unquote beef. And so why? Because you see that Drake is a ninja. The man's a ninja. When he when he has a beef with you, it's a whole different level. That's that's real, like um, I would say Toronto style. Like if you have a beef, there's mans them in Toronto that have a beef for all twenty years. See me, and they're serious about it too. It's and so I don't know. It, are you afraid? Are you afraid that you'll you'll lose the war, Kanye? Because I think he will lose the war. Like in terms of. He's come at Drake so many ways, sideways. Like, he's the one that put on blast that, you know, Drake has a child. No, it wasn't you know him. It was Pusha T. Well, where do you think Pusha T got the info from? I don't know. I can't remember. He did tell that story, but I can't remember who exactly released it. I'm not, I don't really think it's Kanye, but it's somebody, definitely somebody in Kanye's camp. Well, Kanye has lips, uh, loose lips. Okay, <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, beef squash, cool. Kudos to you guys. You finally realize the nonsense, yeah. one way or the other. But I just feel like it's artificial. I'm gonna stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. But anyway, the 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 benefit concert is gonna be in December, um, and we'll see. I think that's gonna be a, a pretty good show, and I hope they. It's a concert, but I do hope they do some official video for it so we can get to see it in high definition. So I think mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty good. All right. So do you remember the Gorilla Glue Girl? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, so this week I saw she released a song called Maher. Maher. M -A yeah, I listened to the song and <laughs> I am just floored. It's so bad. I'm floored. It's so bad. Oh, my God. It sounds who, like it was recorded on her phone. gave her the studio time for this nonsense? <laughs> Please, it's 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 so bad. It was such a horrible song. And um, so she released the song um, this week, and then uh, but my thing is, girl, girl, like this happened. Like 
this happened in what February, March of this year. Like nobody cares about this. Like I get you're trying to capitalize off the fame of, <sighs> of that of your situation, but if you were trying really trying to capitalize, you would have done. You would have released that song in latest April. Well, hold on, Jeanette. Listen, when I heard the song, right, I looked up the song, and there was a lot of other things that came after. She is not just capitalizing off of this. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's a damn shame that she's actually she's actually doing well. Mm-hmm. She, she has a hairline well. now. She is doing well, but all that she stuff makes sense. She has a hairline, Regin. Yeah, yep. A full hairline, which makes sense. Yes. How does it make sense? It makes sense to me, Jeanette. <laughs> the woman put gorilla glue in her hair, Regin. You think I want anything? That she asked for my end top. You wasn't fun. You know what I mean? We don't want none of your product, them. Keep them. Yeah. them. If you're so eager to put in gorilla glue on your end top, no, I don't want none from you. I don't want none from you. You know you. what? You make a very, very valid point. That, you know she what? No fun for real. The girl has a full hairline. People are going to buy that? Mm, I guess. <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Mm. I wouldn't buy nothing this woman is selling when it comes to hair. Nothing. <laughs> so another thing that came out of that is supposedly... <laughs> Supposedly her and her, her supposedly her and her team reached out to Nicki Minaj to lend a few bars to the song. <laughs> I don't know why you thought like Nicki doesn't even want to give songs to certain up and coming rappers. More than less, I don't know. I don't even know what to call you an, an amateur person who's not who's not even a rapper. You're just throwing out a song on uh, SoundCloud or wherever it is. Oh my gosh. And so, needless to say, they didn't hear back from Nikki. No! <laughs> like, listen, Nikki's bought her bag, but she's, listen, there's, there's limits to this nonsense where you're pulled here. Like, really? You think Nikki Minaj is going to jump on your track? I heard your track. It's garbage. It's garbage. Okay, Nicki Minaj wouldn't be jumping on anything. She would totally recreate the song that you have mm-hmm. because it's it was just garbage. Yeah, so it's just it's just like night eight. I guess I don't even know. I mean, the idea is not out of whack, but I'm just saying if you were gonna do this song, you needed to do this song in April or May, like six months after the fact, where you're you after you already done come out of that situation, nobody's thinking about you or talking about you. Uh, bad planning. But anyway. Wow. Just, you know, hey. So do what you gotta say. do. Do what you Someone gotta do. Someone gave her studio time, though. Like, yeah, that's real, fine. You, know. you can buy studio time. Anybody yeah, can. I understand, but there's no ethics in this game. No, no, it's a money thing. Shoot. It's a money thing. I see. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's move on to King James. <laughs> the famous King James, LeBron yes, James. Yes. Uh, there LeBron. was a video... LeBron, what you doing, LeBron? LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron yes. James. Okay, so he was, they were having, a, you know, their game last Sunday uh, with the Detroit Pistons. There was a little, there was a little shuffling, shuffling and a cuffling. And it looks <laughs> like uh, he accidentally came down on um, Isaiah Stewart's uh, 
face, as we can see. And he was bleeding profusely. And Isaiah Stewart went on a rampage. Like, I get being upset. There's nothing wrong with being upset. Somebody, you know, you got knocked, you got a little knock. And, right? No, he didn't get no little knock. The man was, ble- he was bleeding. Yeah, he was bleeding. He was bleeding. Yeah, he was bleeding. But you know what? LeBron has gone through that too. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And he uh, he handled it a lot better. I felt like, I think you said this and I've heard this somewhere else where people think that there was some other underlying thing. Because, yes, you could be pissed. I mean, again, like I said, I understand you being angry and wanting to lash out because you're literally bleeding profusely and on live television (laughs) but um he he went he went around he like he fought off all the players then he went into the locker room to run around like it was a maury show it was just a mess it was just too much and um lebron actually he sees this moment (laughs) but he he did but isaiah well well it has come out that isaiah has pretty much um, come out accusing um, and explained himself, and he pretty much said that he feels like um, he did that. LeBron did that on purpose, and that's why he had that reaction. Yeah, well, some would say that because he was covering him pretty heavy. Like he had him on D. Like, but I mean, like, when the incident, like, like I, I know, but when the incident happened, like you mean Isaiah Stewart was on LeBron. Yeah, and I think LeBron was getting tired of him, and it was like a little fly to LeBron, and he's like, boom, come down on him like that. Like, LeBron is a big guy. Yes, yeah. So, for him, I mean, so is Isaiah, but Mm. still, like, he's coming down on his face, bro. Mm. Um, Accident or no accident, like, there's a lot of talk about it. I just feel like maybe he could have handled it a little differently. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely going to get fined for that. Not only he's going to also miss two games. Um, so it's a lesson that he'll have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a younger Um, player. So, you know, they're a little more hot headed as a younger player and hopefully he just learns from this, this incident. Yeah, I think so. Um, but what I don't find fair is that how people are, you know, like, trying to demonize the kid, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. oh, because it's LeBron James, oh my gosh, like, nobody should touch King LeBron, King James, like, what the hell? No, it's in, it was in the heat of the basketball game, Mm -hmm. and I I don't agree with him on how he handled it, but I don't know if I would have handled it much differently myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Especially it's your face. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, your eye just starts bleeding, or just above your eye. Like, you, how did you cut skin for me to start bleeding mm-hmm. when you came down on me like that? Like, wouldn't that be skin to skin and like bone to bone? But like, how? It's weird because I saw the uh, when I see the video and he come, when LeBron comes down in his hand, I thought it was an uh, before seeing the slow motion. I thought it, like it had to be an elbow for him to be bleeding like that. It had to be a like a real direct point. The the, the sharpest point of the elbow came down on him, right? But, but to I, cut his skin where he's bleeding. Like yeah, but when I saw the video and I actually saw the video, it's actually his hand. So maybe he had a sharp nail or something. I don't know. Please, because it was actually his hand that hit him. When he came down, not his elbow. So I guess he had like what 
A, a, a pinky nail that was the size of a knife. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, Even the video, you can't tell because if no, it's like, it just seems really strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's just a thin skin, or he bleeds easy. Okay. Mm, so okay. Um, we'll, we'll wrap with that. Okay. We'll wrap with that. We'll just wrap. I mean, it is what it is. Um, if they serve their suspensions, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Moving forward. Moving on to music news. Yes, okay. So, in music news, I wanted to start with Adele's new album, promptly and aptly named 30. Like Mm. all her previous albums, they're named based on her age when she writes them. And so, I listened to it. You remember a few weeks ago, I think two or three episodes ago, we were talking about the first single, which Mm -hmm. I think was Easy On Me. And it was Mm -hmm. a good song, obviously. It is a nice song, yeah. We just were saying, you know, it's 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 what we expect from Adele. So we weren't blown away, but we appreciated the song. And now listening to the album in its entirety, I'm going to eat a little bit of my words. I'm going to uh-huh. eat just a little bit of my words. <laughs> because I know on that episode, I was like, yo, Adele's not impressing me. Adele's coming with the same thing. Move on, right. move on, right? I know that was pretty much a tone. I don't know. Yes, what this, that it was for me. I haven't, was... I haven't listened to the whole album. Yes. I'll be honest and straight up. Yeah, listen that to song, it. And... I'm going to have to, but you you said you had to eat your word. Okay. I had to eat my words. So I'm telling you, Kimmy, please listen to it and have your, let, let, let us know what you think next week. Okay, I am. going to next week. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's a journey. I mean, she always takes us on a journey. And like, okay, I want to compare because that's something that we did when we talked about it last time um with mm-hmm. her with somebody like jasmine sullivan where we feel yeah. like jasmine sullivan should be just as much celebrated as adele Very and, much there so. is, and there is a double standard um, Very much so. because mm-hmm. you know blue-eyed soul that's just how it is with blue-eyed soul that's you know i don't i don't think i need to say much we know what it is yeah and so, um, but listening to it, she she took us on a journey. The top songs I have are "My Little Love," and you know she's she's uh, it's I think it's her one of the first three songs. Um, let me see what track it is. "My Little Love" is a third track, right after "Easy on Me." And ooh, the outro. She's talking because this is pretty much talking about you know the process of her going through the divorce from her husband and her child's father, right? Mm-hmm. And so the outro, she's speaking to herself like she's reading a diary and she's crying and she's kind of, I guess, processing everything. Mm-hmm. And ooh, I was like, damn, Adele. Ooh, you right? got me, Adele. And then she has the song with, oh, no, My Little Love is with her son. Sorry, nope, I made a mistake. That's My Little Love is with my her son. And then the song that I'm talking about where she's talking to herself is Cry Your Heart Out. So obviously mm. she's crying on it. So literally, <laughs> she's literally Cry Your Heart Out. She's literally crying on it. And she's talking and kind of like you're reading a diary, like processing your emotions. Mm-hmm. And then My Little Love is with her son. And she's talking, like she has a song. And then on the outro, she's talking in the middle of the song. She's having a conversation with her son and she's saying, you know, just talking about he's asking her why she's sad and you know she's having a mature relationship i'm thinking Uh he's probably only four or five years old Mm -hmm. and she's like you know she's saying i loved your dad but it didn't work out and things like that like he's asking her why she's upset and she's trying her best to be honest with her son 
mm-hmm. the point where he could kind of somewhat understand which yeah. he probably doesn't mm-hmm. but it's very beautiful I think you as a mother or anybody out there even yeah. if you're not a mother you can understand when you make a hard decision mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you need to explain it to your child explain it to your yeah. child or somebody who can't really process or understand right? yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, I drink wine uh, is another one it's an over six minute song I think I saw it read somewhere where it was supposed to be like a 15 minute song <laughs> um, really? but yeah so that's another one and finally um, love is a game who I don't know I, I'm eating my words let me just say that I'm eating my words Adele takes us on a journey I mean, that's what that's a, to me the the elements of a classic album. It's not just mm-hmm. good songs. You're taking like the whole album is taking me somewhere, putting me in an emotion. It's you know what I mean. It's telling us a, a full story from beginning right, to end. Right, right. And that's what she's uh, she's giving us. So it's well, not. My, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's to not my songs. favorite. My my favorite from her will always be 19, but it's definitely. I had to eat my words. Yeah, listen to it, and next week I uh, will. Let I us will. Lo- let us know what your your favorites are. Yes, I will. Okay, now Grammy nominations came out this week. This you know Grammys is one of my only award show that I care about. <laughs> and uh, you know, being a music head, although it's corrupt, I think I should stop. I should, you know, maybe move over to the BT awards. But I don't know how what BT people pick their nominations; they never make sense. But um, <laughs> the Grammys are out, and I think it was, everything was kind of to be expected. Like, uh, you know, the top people that I that were top this year were at the top again. So Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, those that was a given. Like we know mm-hmm. those people were gonna be all over the place. Um Justin Bieber, of course, and but Justin Bieber finally got an R and B nomination after he was whining about it last year. Oh gosh. Um to make well. sure he gets what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um people are so I'm t- and then I'm just doing a call outs and then I'll mention a, a, a snub. Kanye and then ooh no the weekend got something because last year that was the biggest upset last year when the weekend his After Hours album and his huge single Blinding Lights didn't get one nomination. Mm-mm. And it made absolutely no sense to me or anybody else in the world. Like, this guy's a hit maker. What are you talking about? Right. And um, so he be- got nominated through um, Kanye's West, uh, Kanye's album, Donda, because he's on a couple of songs on there and Kanye yes. submitted them. So through Kanye, The Weeknd has been nominated. It's kind of an insult still, but... Hey, and then now let's talk about snubs. So, Certified Lover Boy is not nominated. Wow. I mean, I'm okay with that personally, because to me, Certified Lover Boy was an average album, you know. But I mean, if you are gonna, I didn't have to see, I didn't see the other rap nominees. But to me, I'm not surprised. Like, I don't think it should have been nominated, to be honest. Anyway, but people are saying it was snubbed. And then another surprise. Well, yes and no. Okay, what were you Okay, say? well, here's what I wanted to say about that. Is that it wasn't one of the better albums. Mm-hmm. It just, it seemed like it was just something for him to do. Yeah. Um, he probably had a lot of time on his hands. So, but, um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if snubbed is the right word. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, there people are seeing it's a snub, but personally, I don't think it's a snub. Our only reason maybe people might look at it as a snub is because Kanye is nominated um, for has multiple nominations for um, Donda, which again I think Donda deserves it. I think Donda 
you could see the attention and care that went into putting it together. The only thing is, um, because it's a split album, there it's a little bit disjointed because the first half is one kind of tone, and then the second half you kind of get into the religious vibe. So that's the only thing it's disjointed. But overall, I think it's still telling a story. He's always good at putting together mm. like classic albums, like straight up. That's that's yeah. not that's not cap. That's just what it is. That's his one of his sh- strong suits, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, Donda's nominated, and um, it's the first album of the year nomination as a lead artist in 14 years. So his first. Oh, okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because that didn't sound right to be honest. I kind of went yeah, back. Yeah, I was like, I re- I'm reading this. On, I'm reading this on Billboard.com, but yeah. So the college dropout, late registration, and graduation, as they should. We're all yes, nominated. Definitely. Mm-hmm. We're all nominated uh, album of the year. Or sorry, album of the year. And so, but that's crazy because like Life of Pablo and My Beautiful Twisted Fantasy should have been there as well. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's the Grammys and we'll look out for the the show yeah. uh, and have our, our thoughts after. So yeah. now we move into Wagwan for real. Wagwan for real. And so this week, um, so last week, um, King Richard came out, and that's chronicling the Venus and Serena's family, um, their rise to fame, and their younger mm-hmm. ages. Not really their career, but more leading up to their kind of breakthrough into the tennis world. And it's heavily centra- um, around centralized around their father's coaching and, and pre- preparation of them breaking into pro tennis. Yeah. And so, uh, obviously, a lot of, you know, Will does Will Smith doesn't sleep. He's been promoting this movie so hard. The sisters are promoting it everywhere. They've done, they're on magazines. They're just everywhere. The movies, one thing we can't say is they didn't market this movie, okay? Right. And so, lo and behold, everybody's excited. They're talking about it's out, and people are putting out their thoughts, and a tweet yeah. comes out. A tweet comes out that says, did... They seriously make a film called King Richard about the success of Serena and Venus Williams, but it's about their dad, Richard. And I said to myself, self? Please. What kind of person? Self, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What kind of person would write this tweet? (laughs) (laughs) And I was not surprised to find out that it was a white feminist. Of she course. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Of course, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not self-complained white feminist, but she's a feminist that happens to be white. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, so obviously it's, it's coming from, and I say that because nothing against either, you know, there's nothing against being a feminist. We actually had a whole segment oh, on oh, oh, feminism segment. and talking about our own approaches to feminism. So that's not the problem, but it's just culture. But what it was, it was culturally blind. It was culturally insensitive. You could tell she's not connected to the culture. Like you already knew for you to, to, or was she trying to be, was she doing that on purpose? Was she trying to just, maybe you knew that people would have a reaction. I feel like some people are just contrarian on pop on purpose is to have a viral tweet Needless to say, the black people went in. And shut her shit down. Because at the end of the day, it's pure nonsense what she's talking. Because for me, this is why we had a whole segment talking about 
feminism and how there's a third wave. Yes. And because there are within feminism, people who are culturally deaf to what is actually happening to other women that are feminists Mm -hmm. or other women that are just living and being, you know? And so these two women decided to uplift their father that stuck by them, that helped them through, that put them in such a position where they'll go down in history books. Mm-hmm. You understand? Black man did that for his two black daughters and they want to honor that. And so when you are from a, pri- a place of privilege, this, this uh, what's her name now? Dr. Jessica Taylor. Is yes, her name? you're right, Jessica Taylor. Right, okay. Miss Girlfriend <laughs> didn't have to go all the way from Compton, okay? to go outside, drive miles to go and get to a good place in life. You know what I mean? She didn't have to have that struggle. She doesn't know what that struggle looks like. You understand what I'm saying? She's probably probably been very privileged in her life. Mm -hmm. So to make such a comment, you can see that her ignorance, even though she's she's trying to be very um, smug in in her, what she had to say, you can see that she doesn't understand what it's like to be a black man or a black woman in this world. Yeah. Well, she doesn't understand the struggle. She doesn't understand the culture. She doesn't understand anything about them. So what we need you to do, Dr. Jessica Taylor, is to take several motherfucking seats <laughs> and let this be something that black people can say, wow, look, that's an example. Mm-hmm. And well, I wanted to share. So just like, and on your note, the note you made. So obviously, sorry to curse, but I, I like it. Just bothers me when I see that. You know what I mean? Like nobody asked you. No, nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. So here's a tweet I saw. So he's a he's a verified account, Preston Mitchum. He said Venus and Serena were literally executive producers. Whew. It's nothing quite like non-black people telling black people, especially, Thank you. especially women, how to tell their own stories with Thank their you. own about their own lies. Okay. Thank you. And and this follow-up and what she said is and because she did say another tweet, he's like, You not knowing what this movie is about and obviously exposing how little you know about Venus and Serena Thank is your you. own fault. And the fact that you're uh, that it's a largely black women saying this and this is your response is quite telling. So like you said, we're talking about intersectionality. So we as black women have this experience and they want to uplift their father and the for the role they played in their lives. Who are you? Thank you. Who are you? Like nobody asked you. And and furthermore, because there is a, a cultural difference, okay, between how they were raised and the image and how their life was and how yours was, you should kind of maybe sit back. Sit back and and listen, listen. Sit back and listen and see and and take notes, take notes, you know, so that you can understand what it means to be a Venus and Serena. Yeah, and and her being an educated person, and especially if she calls herself a feminist. And a doctor. And you know, then you know there are nuances. And the fact that you didn't allow there to be a nuance says a lot about you. And so, even, I have to say, even Dr. King, Martin Luther King's daughter, has has stepped into the chat. Okay? Thank you. And she said, 
Doesn't respecting their choice also honor their understanding of their path and acknowledge their power as women? Bam, bam. It's a powerful... Put it in a check. Thank yeah, you, let's take it. It's a powerful story, and holistically, it's much more important than the title indicates. So that's straight from the horse's mouth. That is Martin Luther King's daughter, okay? Thank you. And then, so, now after all the uh, backlash, she came back. She came back again and said, I genuinely didn't expect a film about two of the most powerful, successful, and amazing black female athletes to be named after a man or center a man. I would have loved this film to be all about them and not a man. That film is coming, lady. That film is coming. But you know what? Their father is in his late stages of his life, and it was clear they wanted to honor and tell his story. But and we don't respect. have to explain that to That's you. True. That's true. We don't need to dig. Yeah, Nobody no has to explain that to you. And furthermore, you're limiting them to just tennis. Mm. They're more than just tennis. Yep. They're more than that. And they want to honor, okay, because again, culturally, mm. you don't understand where they're from. There's a lot of black men that would have left and not taken care or not cared mm -hmm. about their child. And so he took, he took on the role and he took it a step farther and he gave them something that they will forever, for life, they're good. Mm -hmm. You understand? For life. M Miss, uh, what was it? Um, Jessica Taylor. Not Venus. No, not Venus. What's her name? Um, Serena. Serena was all, she was at the royal wedding the other day. Okay? Mm -hmm. yep. She's good. She's good. She's good. You are just on Twitter making stupid ass comments with not understanding the context of anything. And where they come from is a part of who they are. So for you to try to dislike to, to try to break that apart and and like put them in a little a little box and you know just segment them off to just being tennis players and wanting to know about their tennis life and blah 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 well this is where it started it started with the black men so listen this example wasn't for you this wasn't for you you need to just sit in the audience <laughs> okay hush up your mouth okay and Sit back and wait. You don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. This could be just the beginning. Yeah. They could have a whole, you know, series of movies. Mm -hmm. The two of them put together. So and, um, I think she. it's clear that she didn't watch it. But uh, just for our listeners, everybody watch it. It is a beautiful movie. I saw it. I was tearing up left, right, and center. It is, ooh, ooh-wee. And, well, you know, you get the perspective of the black mother, the black father, and, and the stress and the struggle of trying to steer a path for your child um, with all adversity and everything kind of going against it, but pushing through with faith and, and you know, just focusing on your goal. So everybody watch it. Uh, Kim, watch it with your daughter. It's a beautiful yes, movie. Beautiful movie. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. Yes, but okay, so we're going to move on then. And we're going to move on into the call-out. The call-out. It's the call-out. Okay, this is, this is the time when we put each other in the hot seat and we ask each other some questions. Now, I'll be honest, I was ill-prepared for this <laughs> question. Mm -hmm. um, so it might be very quick. That's okay. And can you cry underwater? Oh Lord of mercy! What are these? What are these questions you're asking me, Kim? Can you? 
Can you can you cry? This, this is philosophical. These philosophy questions. I hated philosophy. FYI, um, you did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed no, I didn't. It, but I didn't hate it, but it definitely. It definitely opened your mind to. Yes. Are we living in a matrix? <laughs> are we? Are we really? To, that's definitely been confirmed. But well, um, let's, let's let's consult with Zuckerberg and see. Zuckerberg will let us know. Can you cry? Can you cry? I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say yes because crying is more than tears. Because on one side, somebody true, says, true. Because on one side, somebody might say, "Are you crying? The tears are melting into the water." You know, like, nobody could see tears because the tears are pretty literally mixing. The tears in your ear, your eye ducts or whatever are mixing the water. So obviously tears are not dropping. They're this like fade, mixing into the water that you're already surrounded in. But if you think about when you cry, you're cry- crying, tears coming out of your eyes only one thing. Like there's also in your chest, there's like a heave. There's this feeling that comes over you where, you know, that's, it's, it manifests in tears. But it's like there's a whole thing that happens in your body. So... That's my rationalization. I think there's an argument for both, but that's mine. I don't know. At first, I was like, of course you can. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, well, okay. When you're underwater, eventually your eyes will close. Mm. Like, eventually, like, you can't keep your eyes... Okay, unless you have go- goggles on. Yeah. Like, unless you have goggles on. After a while, you can't keep your eye open. Mm-hmm, for yeah. too long yeah there's you know too much I mean? debris and weirdness in the exactly water. that are in your eyes where you do have to close them mm-hmm. so i was thinking maybe but then i was like it's gonna mix into the water so no yeah see there's an argument i think right? that's, that's gonna be the go-to answer for the average <laughs> person but i think the answer is if you want to go deeper then there's an argument to say well the tear ducts are the tear ducts are definitely like producing water mm. you know what i mean like your actual tear ducts that are in your eye are producing water now mm-hmm. whether that water gets to escape you know what i mean because at that point there is no se- separation between the water coming out of your eyes and the water that's already in your eyes you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know man <laughs> I'm on the fence i'm yeah. like i don't know that's the thing that's what happens when you ask a philosopher philosophical question yes yeah, definitely you can well, have it going I, back and forth well so what's yours then okay <laughs> so i'm gonna keep it nice and easy and direct mm-hmm. <laughs> no, philosophy, <laughs> no philosophy needed well why not okay. i don't have no question i was like hey yeah okay mm-hmm. so who is your favorite pop singer or singers favorite pop mm-hmm a living or dead? Living or dead? Yeah, let's say that. I'm gonna have to say Michael Jackson. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. He's you, the yeah. king. He's, He's the king. king. He is Period. the king. Like this man made the type of music that even to this day, to this day, this is like 30, 40 year old songs. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? And they're still popping. They're still popping. Like everybody knows them. Everybody sings them. Even new generation, they still know Michael Jackson. Yep. So I'm gonna say him for one for definitely, and okay. for a female, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. For a female, I have to think about Whitney Houston. What am I saying? Okay, there you go. There what you go. am I saying? Yeah, what you don't have saying? to have the, the perfect <laughs> one, but name a couple that come to mind. Um, that- yeah, that right off the right off the bat. Yeah, right off the rip. Yeah. Um, and at one point, she was more R and B ish, mm-hmm. but then she, she started out pop. pop. She started pop. Yeah, she did in, in the beginning. Yes. But she still felt more R&B-ish to me. Mm-hmm. Like, in the middle of her career, I guess. Yeah, she did. Like, in the middle the of her career. Guard. Yeah, in the middle of her career, I would say mid. It started with... Um, when she bodyguard. started. Yeah, I uh, felt. Around that time. Yeah, definitely around that time. Yeah. But um, either way, yeah. So that's mine. That's fine. I'm gonna okay. put that because I can't really think right. No, it's fine. That's the of anybody part. now. Like there's classic really nobody now. now. I was I was actually probably thinking now, but oh, so not many now. So now, like I I mean like the like I mean Michael Jackson goes without saying to me. So it's like I don't mm-hmm. even. That's like that's it. he is the king. <laughs> he is the king. He is the king. There is king. no other. There is no other. Um, no. But yeah, I would say, oh, you're right. This favorite is a his favorite is a is a long shot right now. But actually, I would say one of my favorite writing and singing is Sia. You know the girl. Yeah, Blake? yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see. I mean, talking yeah, about modern. I'm talking about modern pop. Stuff. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, no, I can see that. Sia is one of them. Yeah, she's tight too. Her music is tight. Like I like her music, and I like that she's very different. Yeah, she's very different, and she's a she's a hit maker, straight up, just mm-hmm. a, a hit maker. So I would say Sia, and um, on the guy's side, I guess top uh, right now, who's a pop singer that's a guy that um, I always liked. Okay, there's bands I always liked um, Maroon Five, but that's not that modern because they they fell off. They fell off so hard. Big time. I don't know what happened. After uh, Adam Levine. Adam yeah. Levine stopped looking like a nerd and turned hot, and their music turned to shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then Katy Perry. Katy Perry, I like Katy Perry. Even her music is fell off too. But I mean, big time. Of, I don't know what happened to her. She fell off, but that's top of top of the dome. But right now, she is killing it for me. Um, yeah, she is okay. Good. She that is was pretty it. good still. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that was a cool, you know, cut out. But we're gonna. Move on now into the workout. So this is where we work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness and have a deep dive discussion on issues that could be impacting our culture or just impacting us in general. Today, what we're going to be talking about is what happens when you come out of your comfort zone. Now, we're going to talk about a story. We've mentioned it a couple times in our past episodes. And it's statistics class in Windsor, Ontario, at the University of Windsor. Now, me and Jeanette have known each other for quite some time. And we went to the same university, and we took the same class in the summertime before graduation is necessary. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, So there's the statistics class, and... Honestly, it was the hardest class I have ever had to take in my life. I'm relatively okay with math. I'm relatively okay mm-hmm. with concepts. Yeah. But statistics took it to a whole new level. <laughs> and it was difficult to get through. But what me and Jeanette had to do, we 
clung to each other and we stepped outside of our comfort zones. Yes, yes. Big time. And that was, now I want to put this into perspective for our listeners. So this class is a huge class. It was a big class. Yeah, it was massive. It was a big class. At like, least 200 people. At least 200, at least 200 people. Mm-hmm. At least. And so you could tell that, okay, first of all, when you take it in the summertime, it's not as long and drowned out you have six over weeks. an actual semester. It's we literally six have six weeks, weeks of learning yeah. to put all of this nonsensical stuff <laughs> that you're really never going to care about in life into your brain, okay? <laughs> and have an exam, which was a big part of our grade, I want to mention. So, okay, in this class, you have a variety of people. You have people who are in the nursing program, you have people who are engineers, you have people yeah. who are- It's required you know, pretty much for all majors. You have to, it, yeah. it's a must. You, mm-hmm. It's a mandatory subject that mm-hmm. has to be taken by everybody. Mm-hmm. There's people who are in social work and you know different programs. And so, right. Now, in this program, we met some people and these girls were fabulous. They were they they were so knowledgeable. They were mm-hmm. so bright. They were so smart. They were in nursing in the nursing program, mm-hmm. and just being around them and opening up ourselves and saying, you know what, being humble enough to say, hey, this is what I've learned. This is what I got from it. Hey, what do you got? What what did you see? Could you teach us something? Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for those young ladies, and they were twins, mm-hmm. by the way, and black girls that were twins, and they were both in the nursing program. Really cool girls. Yes. And there was, a, there was a white girl there too yes. as well. Yeah. They were, all uh, three of them were sweethearts. They were really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And they kind of took us under the wing a little bit, and they taught us a lot. And if it wasn't for those girls, I would not have my degree. Yeah. And they were like two years younger than us, right? They were like two years younger. <laughs> two than years us. younger than us. Yeah. And so when you're in the setting of the library, you know, you could either just stick to yourself in a little corner and, and try to get it, or you can open yourself up and step outside of your comfort zone and talk to people and get to know people. So we were able to get to know people who weren't in our particular uh, degree programs. And so there was one girl. <laughs> I'm gonna leave her name out for now. I wanna say, before you uh, before you go into the real heart of the story, I wanna say that we are talking about coming out of our comfort zone and I would say that Kim is, that's always been Kim's strong suit. Kim is an, I would say generally an extrovert, or at least that time you were a lot, you were very open. I, were, I was a lot more back then. Yeah. And, were, and I wanted to get the job done. Yeah, and you were never, you were never <laughs> shy, you were never shy to ask a question. You're never shy to talk to somebody. And so I definitely benefited from Kim being like, I'm, I'm gonna graduate next semester and I'm <laughs> Not fuck. Jeanette, if you want to get on this road, you want to get on this train. Car, we need to go. So, we need to go. Yeah. so go ahead and tell the story. Yeah. Yes. So yes, put that into perspective. So okay. So now there was a girl that we both knew. We were mutual friends with, mm-hmm. and now she's older than both of us, <laughs> and had been. She was I what we call like a professional student, because she was there for a long time. You know what I mean? She should have been done graduating. She should have been done graduating (laughs) at least two years prior to this course. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? 
But hey, some things happen. Sometimes you have to move a little slower or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you would think that she's trying to take this seriously, right? Because we're taking it seriously because we need it in order to graduate. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. With that being said, my girl didn't take nothing at all serious. This girl <laughs> didn't give not one damn. When me and Jeanette were buckling down, studying our backside off, doing our assignments, making sure we caught up with these girls, we went to the labs, did all, we went through the nine for that six weeks. You understand? Those girls, listen, we latched on to those girls after we did (laughs) it. I'll tell you, like a leper, I I was on it. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to sleep on it. No, because they knew what they were talking about. They knew what they were talking about. And my heart said to me, you know what? If I can show them some humility, Yes. Because that's the difference. If you think that you're just going to come along and use me for what I know. Yes, the using. Uh, they were being used a lot, too. Right? And I a lot that. of people saw that because, back to the course, we have the worst teacher that you could possibly have for this six-week program. You understand <laughs> me? She didn't explain things very well at all. At all. Not even for just a, a, a regular somebody to understand what she was talking about. And so it was very difficult to use our actual teacher as a resource. So we had the very smart kids, such as the ones that we knew, mm-hmm. they were on the lower end, okay? Like, I think at one point the class average was, wasn't was even a 50. It was right. like under 50. Yep. And these are very bright kids that are like, yo, Okay, so you want to challenge me. All right. Well, I followed those ones that had, they said, listen, I'm going to make sure. And all of those girls ended up coming out with A's. Yes. I don't know how the hell they did it, but they did. Mm -hmm. And they really buckled down. And I mean, sure, but not this girl that I'm talking about. She didn't buckle down none at all. She was out having chicken wings everywhere, <laughs> going everywhere to have the chicken wings instead of sitting down and, <laughs> and learning something. I remember exam time, okay? Me and Jeanette, literally, I don't think we slept for it. Well, I know for sure I didn't sleep for about two days. No, I, I didn't. Know. I didn't either. Two, two, two days. We were, the, we were in the library with the twins. We were like, I okay. Was in it. And so the <laughs> library is pretty much kicking you the hell out of the place. Yep. Like, get out. It's time to go. And we went back to Jeanette's place and we still went mm, pounding on up all night. All night. I think we had like maybe two, three hours of sleep at the max. Had to walk to the hall. It was just, it was just a lot. So trigger what traumatized. I was traumatized. It really was. It was too much. It was too much. So it was like I'm really traumatized by that course, like straight mm-hmm. up, because it was end all or be all. Yeah. So we so we we put in the work while this girl is going out, and we know her because she's going out with our our friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're buckling down because our friends already take the course. They're already done with that. We have to buckle down. She have go and have chicken wings. All right, cool. <laughs> exam day. Exam day come. <laughs> we're inside of the exam hall, which is huge. It's accommodating. Okay, before you students. say that, I have to set this up. 
remember, most people didn't pass. So we're working. I know I was walking in there with a 49, 50 at best. Yeah, I was like 45. Yeah, I was like 45. So I literally (laughs) needed to get like a 70 to even get a C at this point. So (laughs) it was do or die, as Kim said. So you need to understand that we're going. That's why we latched on to these girls. We we wasn't like latching on, but we were friends. We were sharing information. And we were sharing information. We were sharing information. I think they learned, just a side note, I think they learned as well because they say that when you're able to teach somebody what you know, Mm -hmm. then you know what you know. And you're practicing what you know. You're practicing what you know, yeah. So so when the time comes, it's going to be second nature to you to answer said questions. Yeah. So, side note, but we were, when we say latching, we weren't like, like really no, not that cool. way. I mean, we not that way. We were we already made like, yo, we already made friends. Twins already, are at the, the twins are going to the library, Richard. We are we are going to the library. <laughs> we're going to be there with them. <laughs> In the library, Richard, all day, all night with these girls. Okay, but yeah, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. So exam so, time anyway, comes. Exam time comes. We're in a big lecture hall. Everybody goes to sit down. Pause. Mm. So this is how it works with exams here in Canada. I don't know how it works anywhere else. But for the first half an hour of the exam, you cannot leave. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you need to go to the washroom. I don't care what half a pop off. You can't leave for the first half an hour. Anytime after that first half an hour, you can leave. Now, the smartest kids that we know in this class are sitting in front of me. Okay. <laughs> I'm in the middle, and Jeanette's just like off to my like side, one level up. Yeah. Okay. So we see the same girl who's going out for the chicken wings instead <laughs> of studying, walk up in the place, go sit down. She was like off to the left a bit in yeah. a different area. But, she, but you know one thing is she came in looking, I thought she was gonna do something. She came in okay. looking comfortable. <laughs> she was she would look like she got a good night she yeah, got a good night's rest to, to, right she <laughs> looked gorgeous she had a good night's rest after the chicken wing now. yes <laughs> okay all right cool so we see her off to the side okay and me and Jeanette are like bloody hell we open up the exam <laughs> and I know for myself sitting there I was like really oh god for real <laughs> It started off. It started off intense. It did. The first question, right off the bat, like intense. Oh god! Like for real? Like this is really this is a lot. So and they want you to show all your work. You have to show all this work and all of this. So okay, first half an hour just pass. Like we're talking maybe thirty-five minutes. (laughs) Okay. And who do we see? Stand up in the class with her exam paper and hands it in and leaves. First and, and only, first the and first only. first and only person that left like 35 minutes. Cause remember I said, the first half an hour, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. My girl literally wanted to confirm her first half an hour was done. So she left <laughs> 35 minutes after, you understand? Me and Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> we look for the girl. Both of us looked up from our paper. <laughs> and we look up and we see the girl, but <laughs> how'd you get her exam and leaving? And I have to I have to I have to t- 
tell. I have to tell it from my perspective. Please. Everybody, listeners, listen to my perspective. Oh my God. I so, it, everything that Kim has said, accurate, accurate, accurate. But from my point of view, my point of view is, she got up. And she handed it in and she walked up. I'm looking at her the whole time. I'm looking at her the whole time because I'm like, what is happening? And then I have the nerve to look in front of me, just be like, is anybody else seeing this? I see this happen. <laughs> and lo and behold, my good, good friend, Kimmy, had the most, dis- <laughs> she had the look of complete disbelief on her face. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, I thought, but wait, the moral I, of the I story. We have a lot of sleep. We, we need to get to the. Sleep. We need to is get to the moral. We need. To, <laughs> is it? Is that her? Is that her walking out of here? We need to get to the moral of the story, though. The moral of the story, though, as as funny as it is, because anytime we've we've lived this, you know, this has been years since we finished. But this story, anytime it comes up, it's like we. I literally can't hold a conversation. Like I'll just be laughing. I can't. I just can't because it was the intensity, and like I said, the very smart people are in front of us, and they're in the test. They're in it. You can't. You can't. You can't say boo to them. They're not, they're not breaking concentration. Nope. So yes, I had to break my concentration because I couldn't believe I saw this heifer who is now a professional student up in this place walking out of this exam five minutes after we're able to leave. And I look up at my friend and I'm like, Jeanette, in total disbelief because I couldn't honestly understand. Did she intend on passing this course? She couldn't have. She couldn't have. So... What to, to get right back to what we started with, mm-hmm. we had to step outside of our comfort zone and get to know those women, those young ladies. And they were bright and they were sweet and they were kind. And we were able to build a relationship with them, even if it's all known, we don't really know each other. We're not really friends, but we're, we're classmates. Mm-hmm. So hey, why don't I help you if you help me? If this is about a used thing, it's not going to work. And so stepping out of your comfort zone, listeners, for me personally, is just being able to say, I'm a human being and so are you. Mm-hmm. I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. Okay, and when you walk with that thinking, it is easier to be um, in those in those situations and say, hey, why don't I? They're in nursing programs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in. I, I, I wasn't in the nursing program. Yeah, they're used to taking. So we don't have any real comp. We don't have any real um, things that could bind us or understanding of each other's lives. Yes, we're yes. very different than each other. But what brought us together was a commonality of wanting to do well. Mm-hmm. And when you step outside of your comfort zone you can step into situations where there's people around you that are like-minded and that want to go in the same direction, but they have a different way of looking at it than you do, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. That's growth. Being able to say, I don't know everything. You might know more than me. This is what I know. You know what I mean? And um, I encourage people to, to do that. It's very mm-hmm. important for you to, it, yes, to feel comfortable. Yes, comfort's great, but comfort can only get you so far for yep. so long. Yep. You know, uh, after a while, if you have that ambition to want to do more and you're motivated to do things in your life, 
you will have to step outside of your comfort zone. Even in, in, in variety, it, it applies to all parts of your life. Yep. Okay. If you want to become an entrepreneur, you have to step outside of yourself to make clients and to talk with people and to network with people and mm-hmm. to put your business out there. You know, um, even, even as a mom, you know, you have to step outside of the things that you might regularly think are how it should be. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that things might not always work the way you want it to or how it's supposed to in your mind. Mm-hmm. There could be ways that it could be better for you. It could be ways that it could be more efficient or proficient in your life than, than how you're doing it. So uh, when you're stepping out of that zone, the world's the, the limit, like the sky's the limit, really. You know what I'm saying? And we passed that statistics class. Yes, we did. And, and I walked, I was surprised. And we walked in the graduation. Surprisingly well as too. And I wanted to see. So we're talking about how that helped us. But now the more and now getting to the moral and why this particular story, as funny as it is to us, there's yes. also the lesson in it in the person who was called <clears throat> she will be referred to as the professional student. Like she was, in her, <laughs> she was in her sixth or seventh year and on her, one program, her like, staying, uh, her staying in her comfort zone of going out for what restaurants, going out for drinks or partying, whatever it is that she wanted mm-hmm. to do that left her in a position where you're, you're in a, you're still doing a degree that should have been done three years ago. Thank you. And so her acting too good to befriend anybody, um, even with us, she wasn't that great, but you no. know, we still, but I mean, like she didn't even make that effort to connect with people in the program that were trying to, as we said, we all had the same goal. To, yeah. Everybody wants to do good. That was our goal. And she pretended like she was above it all. Mm-hmm. And I could tell you, I went to a graduation when I graduated, which was supposed to be a year after Kim, and mm-hmm. two or three years after she was supposed to be graduating, yep. she was there. Yep. She, was, she was at my graduation in yep. her, eighth, her eighth year. But that just goes to show, listeners, that she failed that statistics oh, class. That, that, we knew. Because she didn't walk with me. That was the confirmation. Okay, she didn't walk. I didn't see her nowhere at nowhere near that graduation hall. You see me? I didn't okay. see her at all. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I think her comfort zone was she thought... It, it's she does she doesn't want to humble herself to say I don't know yes and yes. we're all in school we're all in school in university here that's our that's our slogan we don't know mm-hmm. that's why we're here to find out that's why we're paying tons and tons of money to come to this year it's university called, it's, it's called out. it's called higher learning you see me and so sometimes you have to Hire, you know, hire yourself by humbling yourself Mm. because it does take a lot to humble yourself. And it does does take a lot, you know, to, to make them understand those, those girls that we started to befriend Mm -hmm. to understand that, you know what, I'm not here to use you. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for all of that. I'm just here to show you that, you know what, I do need help. I don't know. So if you're willing to help me, this is what I know, you Mm -hmm. know, and, uh, that's great networking. And she Mm -hmm. was scared of doing that. And she thought she was above it. And instead of her even trying to cling to me and well, actually, uh, from what I recall, Mm -hmm. in the very, very beginning 
of the class. She did try to cling to me and Jeanette. She but did. we saw what she was demoed. And what she was demoed was, what she, was she about? me and Jeanette to do she works. <laughs> and, so, and me and Jeanette said, Nasabas. And here's okay, no, okay. So I have a story before we wrap this up because yes, but yes. This, and in this story in in still still on this line of things, but why why we had to stop and draw the line with her is again because we want to network mm-hmm. and we were she was an acquaintance, she was like a soft a, a soft friend, a soft, soft friend, soft, real soft. But um, so we were doing that. We were helping her. We were letting yeah. her look at her notes and everything like that. Even though it's like kind of like mm, it was like borderline kind of using but because we know you here here you go take look at the notes however there was a day and this is where the reference of the chicken wings thank came. you Please <laughs> and thank you the midterm that we all failed thank you the whole class okay, okay. so the day before <laughs> the week that week but obviously the day before when you're really in a time crunch to get yeah. soak up your brain and all the stuff yeah Kim came to my house and we said, That's you right. know what? We're going to study together. Yeah. And we invited our friend, the yeah. professional student. Yes, we sure did. We, we sure invited did. Her to come because the whole time she's asking for our notes. So come, come study come, with us. Come sit down. Let me, let me learn something together. Yeah. And behold, another, another uh, friend of a friend uh, invited. Uh, they were all going out for wings. It was wing night somewhere, right? Yes. And uh, 15 cent wings, yes, yeah. it was wing night somewhere in Windsor. And um, we wanted to go, we of course we wanted I definitely to go. wanted to get me some chicken wings, I wanted to, but I was like, listen, I'm trying to pass this class, it's crunch time. So, obviously, <laughs> being irresponsible, we said no. But the professional student said, I'm out, I'm gonna I'm get some wings. But to me, I'm like, oh, I thought you're gonna get wings and come back because it doesn't doesn't take more than two hours to get some, you know, no. go sit down and eat some wings. We didn't hear from that girl <laughs> until like what after the ex- the midterm. The exa- after until the exam was done, and when the exam was done, you know why? Because at that point, both me and Jeanette realized at this point, wait, well, we were done. Should, oh, well, I was done with her. Here. She just, she, I wanted some wings, Heifer. Of course, I wanted some wings, but I have responsibilities, and that is to pass this here class right here. And so I don't have time for that. But she had lots of time, and after that, yeah, she's walking out of the exam after a half an hour. You understand? When me and Jeanette are down there with the with the other girls hustling away to the last second. To the last moment, we're, we're trying to get in the answers. We're trying to rock our brain and do this exam. So it hurt with her, with what she decided to do was stayed so far in her comfort zone mm. of, let me just have fun. Let me just, this is why you're a professional student at this point. Let me just have fun. Let me just enjoy my experience in university. Yeah, well, after a while, you have to produce a degree. Mm-hmm. You understand? And she wasn't about that. And me and Jeanette saw that. And from the chicken wing time, we just went on our way. And we, whenever those girls were going to be staying in the library, whenever we could, we studied. We we would bring our resources together, even just me and Jeanette. And we would study and do our, our, you know, assignments and whatever, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So the moral of the story is here, people, that... Stepping out of your comfort zone, I encourage you to do it because there are benefits to it. Always. 
there's always benefits into it. And never look at yourself above somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've learned that in many respects in my life. And if I had looked like I was above those nursing students, I wouldn't have passed that course. Straight goods. And it's because they were able to open my eyes and explain things in a different way to me. Because as I said, our prof, our professor, out to damn lunch. (laughs) Okay. You couldn't ask this girl. And it was so disappointing because she really didn't care. Mm -hmm. She knew what she knew, but she couldn't teach it. Mm -hmm. And that was the sad part. So we had to find, we had to get him where we fit in straight up. And so we both, we're able to cross that threshold at our, our, at our uh, ceremonies, at our graduations with our heads held high and know that we did the damnedest. We did the damnedest to make sure that we passed when we should pass and when we should be walking that um, platform. And so for all you listeners out there, open up, come out the box. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, it's nice make on the new, other side. Make new friends. Definitely. Definitely. And with that, we are going to say that we hope that your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart or your mind, please stay passionate and thoughtful. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.